And now, it's time to sit back and enjoy the Two True Freaks Internet Radio Broadcast. wrestling finally there is a podcast on the internet about professional wrestling <laughs> my name is luke jacanetti thank you very much for downloading and listening to our show today and this isn't a one-man booth i can't do this one by myself so joining me are my two compatriots in this organization this new world organization <laughs> of wrestling <laughs> left to right across your podcast <laughs> dial there's the hair metal hero chris tyler you know what that means <laughs> You do. You do know what that means. And uh, also, of course, um, joining us is my brother, Mr. Jason Giaconetti. My God, he was broken in half. <laughs> That's why I didn't do some JR. I was like, I got to do something else. Well, JR well you know says that it too. As goes, we're recording this, yeah. that was the anniver- that anniversary just came around. So that's been all over my yeah. socials this oh, yeah. week. Yeah. You know. Yeah, but I mean, also it was the anniversary of the of the supermarket fight between. Stone Cold and Booker T, which which is up there for me, which is just as important. Yeah. So that's there, really I, mean, there is, I was going to say there there is someone on this podcast who will share that every single time it comes up on their feed. Yep. Uh, this is awesome. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> it's pretty dang cool. That's uh. That's, yep. Yeah. So yeah. Well, in any event, welcome everyone. This is get back to the wrestling, and uh, we've got uh, a new. New uh, new gimmick, a new format. We're gonna try tonight. Cut his Mikey's off format. Um, <laughs> this is this hold on, is Vince something... is in my ear. Hold on, hold on. Yeah. Push the shirt deal. Push the shirt deal. <laughs> Say pay per view a few more times. <laughs> Medical facility. 
Did someone just cough in this goddamn meeting? <laughs> no. Oh, God. You know what's no, I was not that? fucking my secretary. Oh, wait, sorry. Oh, who, who can't be topical hey, in the world of... Hey, sorry, again, it was not the fact that he was... He was sleeping with the the uh, um, paralegal. The help. <laughs> it was because they gave her a raise too quickly. It literally was that she wasn't there long enough to get the raise she deserved. Uh, she gave me a raise too quickly. That's no! what I'm saying. No, I mean, no. it's not that he's sharing it with John. I, her I with John Laurinaitis. I am just being a shit. I am no, no. allowed. You, I'm joking. But. I, I know. Can I'm you just... can you uh, can you imagine being intimate with John Laurinaitis? No. You did a really good job there tonight. You're well, free to go. The know? Bella's mom does, and like I can't even imagine <laughs> yeah. that. And I've watched Total Bella's. I know. So. It's just... And I've watched his matches in Japan, so I don't know what, <laughs> what are you going to get. Hey, hey, there's a reason why he was over. Giant Baba's wife loved him. She thought he was super cute, which is how he got over in Japan. Can, He's can, in can matches you... he has no business being in. Yeah, that's true. So, mm-hmm. But hey. But, can, you know, but, but the bigger thing is, can you can you do the Ace Crusher in bed? Well, I think it is. Is it as long as it's not like a poster bed, right? As long as you got some some room to maneuver, probably can do it. But uh, in any event, in any event, <laughs> we have a new a new format we're trying out tonight. It's a little thing that we've concocted. We we put our heads together and and cooked up this diabolical structure. Another word we say a lot: structure. Structure, yes, structure. And we're calling it Deal a Feud, and we are going to. On the fly, book our own feud based on we're gonna we're gonna randomly generate a feud, and then we're gonna take turns and we're all gonna book our own feud based on how we roll on our random tables. So it's a new thing. We're gonna try it out tonight. We'll see how it goes. It can't be any worse than some of the booking in like two thousand two thousand one WCW. Ooh, I was there. I was the guy. I was was the guy watching Thunder on Wednesdays. Okay, so. I watched we that. all were. I love. I, I know. In, love in my, I remember being on a mush, and I was saying it's like, I, I think Chris Jericho was on or something. I'm like, oh sweet, Chris Jericho and Raph. And they're like, what do you watch? Like, it's like, yeah, Luke's that guy that watches Thunder still. I'm like, you're damn right, I watch Thunder. But anyway, before Prime we get Prime to wrestling that, baby, yeah. Huh. I mean, you. I mean, we used to run the gauntlet. The gauntlet, right? The gauntlet. You watch you watch Sunday Night Heat or main event, and then you watch either Raw or Nitro, and you tape the other one, and you watch the other one on Tuesday, and then you watch Thunder, and then you watch SmackDown, and then you watch ECW, and then you watch Saturday Night. Oh, I miss then, Saturday Night so much. And then uh, the Mothership, and then, the mother and then you go up on the internet, and you're like, man, why can't I get a girlfriend? You know, but um, <laughs> I used to hey, get with my girlfriend. Okay. So, yeah. <laughs> in any event, before before we we start. Uh, Shotgun booking this this territory into oblivion. We do have we do have a little bit of feedback, and feedback. and here get back to the wrestling. Unlike some wrestling uh, uh, podcasts, we do care about your feedback. So, um, I've got an email here. It is from the most sane man among us, Robert Ludwig. If there ever was a a wrestling nickname of a podcast listener, the most sane man among us, Robert Ludwig, is it. And Robert writes in just a little feedback. And he says, howdy, guys. Just wanted to send. Howdy. Hey, how you doing? Hey, how's it going? Just wanted to send a little feedback. I got behind on my get back to the wrestling episodes. So did we. So did we. Yes. So did we. We all all had the joke ready. (laughs) (laughs) Along with many others. Finally starting to catch up on all of them. I just finished your email episode 20, and I'm listening to episode 21 
as I type this. Well, Robert, thank you for, for sticking with us. I uh, do appreciate that. Uh, Robert continues, I love the introduction song to the show. Brings back so many memories to me. Thank you, whoever put that together. Makes me smile when I hear it. Well, <clears throat> that one was me. And that was a fun, the intro to the show was a, it was a, it was a fun afternoon of just thinking of of wrestling lines and then going and finding them and clipping them off of YouTube for several hours. And I, then I and stuck what do you call in the very front uh, now for the every now it's it's from Hulk Hogan's Wrestling Heroes the 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 cartoon. Yes, that's that yes. beginning part. If you guys don't know what that's from, that's what that's from. Where it goes Hulk. Hulk Wasn't that Hulk? That's music his original before? theme song too. Yeah. Yeah. But but then 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 Real American took over and let's face it, no right. one remembers that was written for written for Wyndham and Rotundo. I yes. have Kyle Driver. We know. <laughs> <laughs> Feels like thank a you, fun. thank you, thank you, uh, Dax Hardwood. Yeah. Well, you know that was actually written. For... <laughs> uh boy. All right, continue on. Yeah, yeah but uh, no, I mean, I, I. What's funny is that that actually went through a little peek behind the that went through several iterations, and there are certain clips that exist on certain versions of it that are no longer there. Yeah. Uh, the one I always remember is that. The House of Truth actually featured into an early version of that back when the House of Truth was actually a thing in Ring of Honor. Truth Martini and the House of Truth. You know, we are the House of Truth. Well, I guess I'm the only one who remembers Truth Martini. I do remember a, him. Uh, he yeah. has a giant book. The book. The Book of Truth. Right. Yeah. yeah. It, I, I mean, at that. one point, Jay Lethal was in there. Um, what's her name? Taylor. Was it Taylor Hendricks? Was that her name? Mm-hmm. The, was in there. Um, but any event, that, that was long ago before the last great ice age, but, um, Robert continues, uh, thank you for putting out your shows. I really enjoy listening to them while at work or driving. So no watch alongs for me. You just sound like you were having fun talking about wrestling and tangenting into whatever. So a short <laughs> little email, that is what we do, man. So, uh, just a short little email to say, thank you for the fun. And I will keep listening. Just not always timely. Keep them stomping. Whoops. Wrong show. <laughs> anyway, until next Swear, time, bro. Robert Ludwig from Nevada, Iowa. Robert, thank you very much for for writing in. I'm glad you're yes. enjoying the show. I know the thing about and and um, I'll let you I'll let you guys get your your thoughts on this. But you know the thing that I like about Get Back to the Wrestling compared to you know some other wrestling podcasts is that we're not because we don't do this like every week because it's not okay. We watched Raw. Let's do a show talking about what just happened on Raw. I can't you know? imagine anything more boring right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, so like, I don't know. I I, I guess I like Roman Reigns, but do I like Roman Reigns? You know? All, the, but, all these uh, lotions gave me a rash. This one gave me the least rash, yeah. so I guess I all recommend they, that one. Yeah. Like all these Samoans have titles, so I guess I like all the Samoans. But I don't yeah. get it. <laughs> like, so like, is Bobby Lashley like? Is he feuding with him, or is he not feuding with Theory? <laughs> And why do they just call him Theory? Doesn't Theory have a first name anymore? Why do they just call him why, Austin? Why are you Snake from The Simpsons right now? No. <laughs> is, that, no. is that what the average I like sounds like? a bullet four times, you know? <laughs> the funny part is Luke's doing the, you know, that voice, and I'm doing the girl from friggin' uh, Mad TV. Mad TV, yeah. Oh, my God. All these <laughs> gave me a rush. See, the funny part is my daughter's never seen that episode of Mad TV, and I'll do them like, all of these gave me a rash, and Haley go, but this one gave me the least rash, so I guess I recommend but this one. The, the one, 
You know, if you don't want me to sit near you in the lunchroom, you could have told That's me and not right. came on my TV show and say it in front of everybody. Yeah. You know, um, but the thing is, is that because because we because we're not trying to be topical, right? We're not trying to be timely. We're not trying to scoop you and give here. Here's our thoughts on how much of a train wreck, you know, Raw is or whatever. I think it's OK that if you get behind. Right. And you can just listen to yeah. them because the topics topics. Ours are evergreen. Right? Yeah. <laughs> just, just like Paul Williams and. uh Barbara Streisand. Yeah, <laughs> I would agree on one of those. <laughs> well, no, I, I mean the song Evergreen, right? So. Oh, oh yeah, well. That's... So the funny part is that one of the episodes that I did there, where I reviewed uh, whatever that pay per view was, I forgot what the pay per view. Uh, excuse me, excuse me. Premium live event. Oh, sorry, premium uh, live uh, event. Wait, <laughs> actually, I even wait to actually it. tell us your product isn't worth shit anymore. <laughs> no, no, no. Premium live event tells you exactly what it is. It's actually a better describer than pay-per-view because you're not paying per time of viewing it. It's a premium live event because it's a premium event because it means it's one of their featured things on the cock, and that's important. I, I actually – because it's funny because AEW still runs pay-per-views. You pay right. to view it. Yes, and as then when, does Impact and NWA. Yeah, and, right, you know. right. It's just, just lot, lot less people watch those. Um, yeah. But, you know, it's just true. Um, but say, yeah, I didn't say it was. I didn't, I'm not, no, I'm not it, judging it, 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 it's, it's legit. Truth. I mean, the yeah. thing is, is that premium live event to me sounds like premium chicken sandwich or something. Yeah. You know, Ooh. I like chicken. So it makes sandwiches. me kind. It makes me kind of hungry. Yeah, you know, well, you know, I like. <laughs> well, you know, if you're hungry, step into a slim gym. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I made good chicken sandwiches the other day. We got a fresh baguette. But were they, but were they premium? Yeah, because I, I used I used. Uh, I had to go, we were, I was at Kobacker, so I had to buy name brand everything. So it's like yeah. it was a Cassone, uh, you know, it was Cassone rolls and a Cassone uh, um, baguette. It was Foxy lettuce. It was name brand. I'm like, this is definitely the most premium sandwich I've ever made. Cause, oh, you can always so, talk about getting local. We're, we're, yeah. Jay this just name dropped the IGA. This is the IGA in our hometown. Around the corner for where I live. This is this is how local it is. <laughs> Shout out to the Salento girls who all used to work there. Those are my, they're my <laughs> students. There we go. They don't even listen to this, but they should. Uh, so <laughs> I you will tell what? them I name checked them As long here. as they hit that subscribe button. That, is, that, like that is Haley. That is so Haley, bell, right? You know? Haley's got that all down, uh, and she. The worst thing is when she's on when she's on when she's on screen, she points to where they actually are. Like, yeah. and I'm like, God, she watches too much YouTube. But she is our YouTube, this you know, the youngest member of the M1C Mafia. So anyway, um, but yeah, yeah. What the thing is is that when you're trying to be topical and every and you have to put out you know one you know a podcast every week or you know two podcasts every week or whatever. I mean, yeah, it'd be great. If that was our job, like yeah, if that right. was our job, if I had unlimited time. Yes, I would spend eight hours a day talking about wrestling. No, no. What I'm saying, Chris, but so. if you if, if you made if you didn't have to go to work. Right. And your work was to put out a podcast. Yes. Two, then I do work two times. A, two, yeah, I know all of you don't believe we work. And there are some <laughs> people I work with who believe that I was on a vacation the whole year. Go fuck yourself. Uh, but, uh, not for those who, none of those people are listening, but the people who know that joke or not, it's not a joke. The reality of that will laugh and, and, and they'll say, that's pretty funny. And, um, anyway, the idea though, is like, if you had, like, if this page, you know, you, the same kind of money you made working and this was your job. Yeah. I could sit through raw or 
more likely record raw and watch it because <laughs> i'm not sitting through i can't last hey, night you know what? i made it through you... six minutes of raw and you four know what? of those minutes shout, was a hey, commercial shout, shout out shout out to friend of the show bob hansen who is the host of the uh the youtube wrestling podcast uh, hardest part of the ring he watches the raw replay on hulu and so they cut out like a third of the show yeah that's how i was watching it and for it's a while like, when i was but, still but you get the highlights yeah. 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 Well, you know, if, if, yeah. If, the, if there was a way to, if, if we were making serious bank doing this kind of thing where it was supporting us and like whatever, yeah, I mean, yeah. it'd be, I yeah, tell you well, right then, now, then you could do it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But there's certainly no way in the world you would want to watch three hours of Raw on Monday. Oh, God. And no. then have to watch two hours of NXT on Tuesday and then two hours of, uh, um, AEW Dynamite. Dynamite. But then you got to yeah. also, how long is, how, I never, I don't think, the only episodes of Dark I've ever seen are the ones. They're who's... all under an hour. They're, they are. They're, okay. they're right around an hour. Yeah. But the at only... least they're but they're lean too. There's no BS. Oh, like okay. It's, boom, here you go. Match, 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 match. Yeah, okay. about about the only thing now is they'll get what is there? Is it DraftKings that they're in bed with now? They'll yeah. Get, might, you might get a commercial for DraftKings in there, but yeah. yeah, it's 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 not there's not a lot of BS. They they move along, and but but you're right. It, it's it's. If you know, it's it's like anything else. If this, if this was a paying gig, mm-hmm. you know, then yeah, then 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 guess what? I'd be more willing to do that because it'd be it'd be paying bills, and, and I got kids, you know, I need this job. But uh, <laughs> you know, but I got another shirt. job that pays the bills. So you know, that's the only shirt that I, I was trying to get my hands on one, and I never got, I was never able to get one in a big enough size. The uh, Keith Slater, <laughs> I got kids, I got kids, <laughs> basically because they never came out with the Booker H shirt. If they had come out with the Booker H shirt, I would have bought that. Because I, I, I do have, uh, you know, I have my day one is H shirt, um, yeah. you know, kind of thing, which I wear. <laughs> and I, I always tell kids, you know, day one is H. And they're like, I don't even know what that means. I was like, exactly. Because even the kids who watch wrestling are like, I think you're saying it wrong. I said, am I, though? Am I? Am I? Uh, you know, kind of thing. So day one is H. Day one is H. That Haley says it all the time too. She's like, Dad, day one is H, man. Day one is H. So, <laughs> oh boy. Anyway, hey, if you know, you know. Yeah. Right. So anyway, you know. Yeah. So hey. All right. So. <laughs> hey. But okay. um. So okay. So now that we have our thank you again. If you want to email us. Uh, you can email us at getbacktotherestling at yahoo.com. You can also, uh, of course, find us on Twitter, and we'll do this at the end, mm-hmm. at GBTTW Podcast on Twitter, the Get Back to the Wrestling group on Facebook if you want to get in touch with us. And I'm sure you might want to get in touch with us to let us know about this new gimmick that we're running because it's time to fire up the old feud machine. It's time to fire up those uh, those neurons. It's time to sharpen the pencil. See what I did there? Mm-hmm. And it's time to time to... to to book some book some shit like we like to say it's like it want to get you want to get local it's like it's it's the breakfast shift at burger king on route 22 because it's time to book some shit no one will ever book as well as we booked on breakfast shift at burger king because it's only (laughs) because i tell you right through we're like in the middle of booking like hang on i don't care what you want for breakfast i'm in the middle of booking this main event give me two seconds so i'm telling you carrie von eric is definitely going to go in this match here (laughs) Texas Stadium. Anyway. All right. So I'm just going to throw this out there. Um, we were looking to come up with the a list of the top 100 wrestlers and whatever. And I started searching around for this stuff. And what I found was a whole lot of websites that have a lot of crap on them. 
Um, <laughs> PWI will do 500 every year, but let's be honest, we're not going to deal with that. Um, and the PWI, like, deck, they have a per decade. They don't have, like, a whatever thing. So Bleacher Report did one. We're going to use Bleacher Report for tonight. So if you don't like the wrestlers, blame them. So uh, just throwing <laughs> it out there. All right. So Hashtag blame Bleacher Report. Yeah. Now trending yeah. worldwide. Now trending worldwide. Um, okay. So I have in my hand, if you can hear them, the dice uh, that are going to have to be rolled here. Because we need to uh, generate two numbers between 1 and 100. So I have uh, two percentile die right there because mm. I'm a nerd and I have these things just laying around. And uh, I, I play Dungeons and Dragons. And, I got dice too. Well, but I don't and we, play and we totally and, and, and saying you totally didn't buy like a 10 pound box of dice. Oh, no, I did, but you know, yeah. <laughs> I mean, Luke will to tell go you with the, the five pound box of Tootsie Rolls, but <laughs> Tootsie Roll, Tootsie Roll. Uh, see, you laugh, but we bought oh, no, it was a six pound bag of Tootsie Rolls and it was a five pound bag of the fruit chews. Fruit chews. Yes. Those lime fruit chews are like crack cocaine, the, man. The hot vanilla ones. All I know is since I but, found the the, the, the six-pound bag of Albanese multi-flavor friggin' gummy bears, it's oh, like, oh my that's God. the only gummy bear I'll eat now, man. Yeah, those are the organic ones? I don't know if they're organic or not, but they've got different flavors than everybody else, and they're all delicious, and they're the right level of chew. Yeah, those yeah. Albanese. Yeah, those Albanese gummy bears, man. Hot diggity daffodil. There's a problem, though. At the Shaw's near my house, that's the big supermarket chain in the north, one of the big supermarket chains in the northeast, they're on the top shelf where Mama keeps the peanut butter. So (laughs) I usually have to ask an attendant to grab it for me. And if I can't get an attendant, then I have to walk away and not buy any. This is probably saving me from diabetes. Well, the other day, we found... Mm -hmm. Sorry. The other day, we found the, uh, the the Charleston Chew vanillas in the little minis so the little bite-sized ones oh in the box. so good oh my god yeah. well luke will tell you we walked out every day for a month we walk out right into the lobby there because you always exit through the gift shop at uh at um sloan kettering because that's what they like doing um and there's charleston chews there and i was like man i really want to eat that looks like we can get one i go i can't chew it so we have to keep going <laughs> I, there was a week when i couldn't chew anything it's cool Anyway, it's it's fun to ingest 300 calories in a day. Anyway, uh, not not like those uh, 3,500 calorie fries. Remember? Oh those? my God, I still don't understand how those fries. Were... <laughs> this we we looked up what 35 was it 3,500 right? There's so much stuff with the fries. I think they, something like that. Yeah, yeah it was supposed to be 350, and there were 3,500 calorie fries. So we looked up what that would look like, and then we had a show 4,100. 4, yeah. So yeah. okay. So it's so okay. So we'll, we're, okay. We're so real we're, inside baseball we're at, here. We're at Sloan Kettering, and they've got this menu that you order food off of, right? Yeah. Okay. And the grill specials. Okay. They had chicken tenders for 720 calories. Okay. That's fine. Reasonable. For six. For, t- for six ten or five tenders or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Five six chicken tenders. That's probably okay. Tenders. Okay. Yeah. That's cool. Chicken tenders with fries. Four thousand one hundred and thirty <laughs> calories. The whites, man. The whites kill you. So it's like. 3,500 calories worth of French fries. That's a lot of French fries, dude. So we were trying to figure out how the hell you pulled that off, you know. So so the nurses that were working there um, who are all – and this is so funny. We're all like half our age, which is crazy to think that because they, they're, they're in their 20s. And they're like talking about things. They're like, what do you guys mean? And, and I was like, oh, so before you were born – 
this yeah. is how things were. And I felt bad <laughs> saying that, but it, like, they were things we would reference and they just didn't get it. Um, but we tried to show they go, they go, they go, it's a typo. I said, I know, but think about that. What does it look like to be 35? So we looked up what 3,500 uh, calories worth of fries were, and it's like 10 pounds of fries. <laughs> It I, also I, was like I what was it? a lot of fries. Was it like five? That, it was like no. It was like seven yeah. pizzas, or because they have people who eat will eat you know thousands oh, know. and thousands of calories every every meal. But those guys are you know power lifters. So, <laughs> um, it's yeah. like you know I can do some damage at Red Robin. I don't yeah. know if I could do thirty five hundred yeah. calories with a French fries at Red Robin. And I have a lot of orders up. of those Red Robin fries because they give you just that little tiny cup of them every time. Yeah. Fucking tease you. That's what it is. I know. I, I, like seriously, you're bringing out the burger on the big, the big ass plate, and yep. then you put in the little ring mold of the fries. I like, fuck the ring mold. Just cover the rest of the plate in the fucking fries. Yeah. Like, look, I'll give you a better tip if you bring me a full friggin' plate of fries. It's like, come okay, on, it's like, like, I don't want to see it. Like, look at here. me. Okay, I'm got, I'm gonna eat them. Yeah, I'm not gonna get wasted. So anyway. So that that yeah. notwithstanding, that, so blame, blame hashtag blame Bleacher Report. So what happens is Jay is going to Jay is going <laughs> to roll, more fries. Hashtag more fries. Uh, Jay is going to roll out. We're going to roll, roll two out. guys off of the list. Yep. And then we're going to roll an era that we're good that we want to book the feud in, just so that we have a little bit of something to go by. And All by right. so so and by error, I also I but it's like specific like kind of thing. So. Um, on there would be like 1980s WBF. You could have like WCW from the Bischoff years, uh, Mid-South Wrestling. I added AEW because I just want to see if people try to book with that shit. I could, I could book, yeah, book me some AEW. AEW I, I just like, need like, I just need like, I just need like nine months. Yeah. And, and just ignore everybody. <laughs> um, so I'm going to roll them out and then I'm going to roll out the other die. So I'm going to roll first and I'll get the two, the wrestlers. Well, that, that's what I was gonna say. So do you? That, since since I concocted this insane gimmick, you want me to go first? Yeah, I'll, roll, I I'll probably roll. grab a slip of paper for myself. Yeah, I gotta go. Oh. I gotta write things. Oh, down. my excise tax bill that I paid. But yeah, let me. That back of that'll work just fine. Right, let's see. So the first roll is number sixteen. I'll get that one second. second uh, number sixteen, baby. Is twenty. So it's sixteen versus twenty, and your error is gonna be error number five. So let's reveal what this is. I got to go get to them because God forbid they're in order. They're the in reverse order. Oh. <laughs> God damn. It's Bleacher Report. Okay. So number 16. Come on. Catch up. The interwebs is slowing down here. Okay. Number 16. I'm almost there. I swear to God. Well, it's a series of tubes. So, you know, yeah. it gets blocked. Careful in the tube, dude. Careful with the tubes back here. Get with the tubes back here. All right, here we go. This would be a lot easier if it, the, the website would just catch up to my speed here. Okay, come on. Come on, Bleacher Report. 15, 16. Okay, this is not a work, ladies and gentlemen. Up first, Arn Anderson. Okay. Uh, that is number right. 16, and then number 20. <clears throat> Hang on. This, the, the site's all glitching out right now. God damn it. God, God damn it, Bobby. God damn Bleacher Report. No, explode, I don't Bobby. Know you. Explode. I don't know you. Oh, oh my I'll God. I'll see it if you can explode out of a wet carpet. 
You can be any 10-year-old in the state. <laughs> now it's 19, 20, Nick Bockwinkle. Oh, boy. Okay. Okay. And number five on our list is WCCW. World, world class. class. Okay. So. <clears throat> so okay. Arn Anderson feuding with Nick Bockwinkle. Yep. From world class in in world class championship wrestling. Yeah. So the setting is Dallas, Texas. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, yeah. Okay. So here. Okay. So what? So I think I think what we need to do is come up with a reason why they're feuding, how the feud progresses, and then how it blows off. Sure. Okay. All right. So, so we're in world class. You know. While the uh, while the free bird while the, uh, the the free birds are feuding with the Von Erichs just endlessly, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Nick Bockwinkle finds himself doing, you know, Nick Bockwinkle. I always think of being, you know, uh, not so much in Texas, right? So he's Ew. he's doing a he, he's doing a tour, right? And he comes in and it's like we have a special guest, you know, former world heavyweight champion Nick Bockwinkle. And uh, and they're, everybody's getting nice, and they're just it's it's just you know hey I'm not here to compete I'm just I'm I'm you know just make making this rounds across our great country and and wanted to see whatever what what all the hubbub is about here in world class championship wrestling here in here in Texas, and while he's doing his promo, you know and he's talking about that out of absolutely nowhere, walks Arn Anderson the enforcer, he says Nick. You want to come here where guys are working and they're working really hard trying to make that money to put food on our family's table. And you want to come here and go on this glad handing tour and say how nice it is to be visiting Dallas, Texas. Well, Nick, we don't take kindly to people doing that. If you're going to step in this ring, young man, you need to be able to show that you still got what it takes to go. And the enforcer is not sure that you got that, Mr. Buckwinkle. And Nick, Nick, and Nick Bach was not going to take it. like, you know, Arn Anderson, you know, you, I've proven everything I need to prove. I don't need to be, um, you know, I, I don't need to be drawn into a, an argument with you here. You're, I think you're a great talent. I've seen you all over this country with the horsemen and on your own. And I don't need to, I don't, I don't need to prove anything. And I'm just here to, as, uh, as, as, as an ambassador for the great sport of professional wrestling. And this goes on. And this goes on. Anderson just needles him and needles him and needles him and keeps saying that Bachwinkle doesn't have it. And that's why he won't step into the ring with the enforcer, you know, and he keeps pushing it and pushing it. Right. And so finally, uh, Bachwinkle is uh, he's he's a uh, you know, he's he's at ringside for a match. And uh, Anderson squashes this 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 poor Jay Brown. Right. And then he gets in his face. And finally, Anderson just slaps him right across the damn face. Right. And that it's on. And then, and then it's the pull apart, and it's uh, you know Bachwinkle is, is is finally had enough of Anderson's crap, and uh, it's, and and they're they have to be separated by all the officials and all that. Now, now Anderson's gotten the rise, and so he just keeps on needling him and needling him, and Bachwinkle finally agrees that he's gonna at that that at the Sportatorium, you know, next Sunday. They're they'll they're gonna hook it up, and they're gonna finally fight. And you see all you get the training montage of Bachwinkle getting uh ready and uh finally it comes down to the to the two of the day and Bachwinkle comes out real hot but then anderson slows him down starts working on the uh, one of his knees you know just keeps working on it working on it working on it slows the whole thing down you know keeps telling you, you don't got it anymore nick 
you got to go back where you came from. And uh, finally, you know, goes for the uh, gets the spinebuster slam, does gets a two count, has him set up. He's going to hit the DDT. It's going to wrap it all up. And that fire starts burning inside Nick Bockwinkle, right? And he starts getting all Bockwinkled up. And he's and he starts making the big comeback, the big baby face comeback. And Nick Bockwinkle takes out Arn Anderson, pins him one, two, three in the center of the ring, and uh, sends Anderson running with his tail between his legs because he does still got it. And the enforcer simply awoke the sleeping giant. So there you go. That's how I would book Arn Anderson and Nick Bockwinkle in world class because I don't know that I ever saw Nick Bockwinkle work in Texas. So <laughs> I don't think he did. He was AWA champion and AWA did have a working relationship with world class, but not when Bachwinkle was champion. Right, um, That was, late. yeah, Wasn't that it? was when you had the, so, so remember the AWA like Stan Hansen was champion and then he got fired or didn't, he no showed. So he ran over the belt and destroyed it, um, which is super classy. Thanks, Stan. Um, and then there was, um, there's a bunch of guys in there, but like Henning was there and stuff. But really, when World Class and the AWA were crossing over, that was kind of near the end. That was when, like, that was when, like, that was when Kerry was on his way out of World Class, and he became Texas Tornado, and like Jerry Lawler and him had that match at like Ultra Clash. I think it was Ultra Clash three. I'm trying to remember for which one it was, but it was like there's. It's it's kind of they, they they were always kind of like linked, but they never were exactly always working together. The problem was AWA um, was a regional territory, but it also extended into Denver, which was kind of weird. Um, World class, while it was very local in in Texas, was huge in Israel. Made no sense, but they were huge in Israel, so they would book those things. So you would have wrestlers go back and forth uh, there, um, you know, but. The thing with world class was Fritz, you know, I mean, Fritz was a, a, a you know, member of the NWA and all this stuff like that. So he has a lot of old ties there, too. So I thought that was interesting. That was interesting. Um, you know, uh, uh, thing I, you... I, I think I think it's interesting that you have Bachwinkle as the face in that. Yes. Yeah. I mean, he's more known as being a heel. Right. But to <laughs> me, if it, but Arn Anderson's got to be the heel in that. I, right. Yeah. I mean, it... Yeah, yeah, guess, at yeah. that time. But see, what, what, you, what you don't see is that after Bockwinkle beats Anderson, now he begins his reign of terror on world class. Yeah. Setting, up, well, setting it all up um, later down the road for Nick Bockwinkle to, like, whatever, and then need a tag partner. And Arn Anderson comes out as his tag partner and says, ah, you've earned my respect. And now you have Anderson and Bockwinkle uh, taking on, like, the Von Erichs or something like that, or, uh, or yeah. G- Gino oh, and Chris. Man. You know, kind of thing. So, and and you know, as soon as Nick Bockwinkle and Arn Anderson are tagging, you know who's calling Fritz von Erich? Ole Anderson. Yeah, of course. Can I get in on that? Can I get (laughs) Ole Anderson? Ole Anderson's like, look, I need to get paid money. So, awesome. All right, Chris, you ready? Oh yeah, dice are rolling. Dice are rolling. Okay, here we go. First thing, here we go. Seventy. 88. 88. Eight. Eight. All right, eight. let me go. And 70, 88, and 8. Okay, 70. Christian. Okay. Christian. You can Christian. pick the, you can pick whatever Christian you want to use there. 88. Hang on, it's loading. 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 Mm. 
Gotta go. Nope. 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 Beep. Not that. Beep. It's not played by Buddy Rose. Hang on. Ole Anderson. Are you kidding? No. <laughs> <laughs> we, we just had an Anderson. Do another roll. So to get rid of Ole, get rid of Ole Anderson. Re-roll. 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 Don't need both Anderson boys. Watch, okay. it's gonna come up CW Anderson next. Eighty-two. Eighty-two. <laughs> hang on, hang on. I gotta get. The, let me get back down there because it froze up again. God damn it. Eighty. Eighty. Batista. Eighty-two is Mike Rotundo. Okay. And eight is AEW. So <laughs> here you go, okay. Chris. Well, Mike's gonna be this real. This matchup old. could happen like next week. <laughs> it, it, it could. It could. All right. Well, you know what? Okay, so... Oh, God. My, oh, Jesus Christ. How old is fucking Rotundo now? <laughs> I, I, I mean, because I, 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 know, I know it's all work, but Christ, I got to see what what we're working with here. Oh, God. Well, you, you don't have to do... You don't have to do Mike Rotunda. You can do it Mike Rotunda in his prime. Yeah, 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 Just yeah. If they if Mike Rotunda and Christian were in AEW together and they could work, it doesn't have to be... Like, right now. Okay. So, like, uh, in their primes Mike right Rotunda. now. So. Okay, all right, all right, all right. So all right. I already, no. All right, and it's AEW. All right, so I already know where this... I know where this is going. So they're going to so be wrestled is, one week is, and then be off TV for a month. Got it. Maybe. Um, all right, so... And they both get injured. Yeah. <laughs> Christian Christian's hold held up pretty well. He's running the three matches. Balls He's to some of the other guys. Hey, you know what? All things. And I don't mean to interrupt you, hero, but no his worries. promo the other day where he talked about that his that all he wanted was to get an easy job where he got paid was the most honest thing I've heard on a wrestling show in a long time. I loved when hey. I loved when uh, Jungle Boy's mom and sister we're were just giving him the like, fuck you and giving him the bird, and I'm like, wow, good hey, job, Marks. Heel hey. Christian is best Christian. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right, so I know where this is going because it's AEW, and we can get a little we can get a little wacky if we want to. <laughs> Rotunda's going to be IRS. I mean, it's just what it is. <laughs> he has to be. And and Christian, it's going to be Brood Christian. You know, because yeah. don't you want to see a faux vampire against a government official? <laughs> <laughs> and it's AEW, so exa- that's exactly what they would do. Yep. But. I mean, Christian's been there. He's—I know—he's working both Ring of Honor and AEW, and now he's just had his big heel turn, right? So I'm actually going to make the government official the good guy here, <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to find out that all this money that Christian has been looking for and and trying to get, he hasn't filed his taxes properly, oh. and he's now and, and it's and it's and it's you know brood Christian, so he's trying to claim religious exemption. <laughs> Right, and because that's what you do when you're trying to, you know, steal money, you know, <clears throat> Scientology. Um, so, <laughs> so I mean, there'll be there'll be you know little reports coming out about how does how does Christian still have all this money? Where's this money all going to? Why does he have fake fangs in? <laughs> you know, it's and that's just what it is. So, IRS comes to the show and he says, I have the documents here that prove that you have been withholding money from the federal government. And, uh, and, you know, and I know you're a Canadian, but you've been in the United States a long time now. So <laughs> you got to start paying your dues to the red, white, and blue. So we're going to have the former sleazy government official IRS versus the fake vampire Christian. And he's not going to be able to get any help 
from anybody because now he's a heel and he's on the warpath. And uh, you know what? I'm I'm having I'm gonna have Christian go over in this because I don't want to stop that heel train of rolling. You know, that's just what it is. I like it. Okay, I, I like it too. And you know, I like I like the fact that he's Canadian, but the federal government is still after him. That's the part that that really sells so, the realistic aspect of this. Because isn't that just like our federal government? I, I would just throw one thing in. Do it when they're in America. Rotunda's the face. When of they're course. in Canada, Rotunda's the heel. Just throwing it in there. <laughs> I know. I, I mean, I, Rotunda <laughs> is no Bret Hart, but I mean, <laughs> for the, for this. I think it'll work. I yeah. think it'll work. No, no, that would be, I mean, be good. And, and you know what? You could have Rotunda even at his age now still, still, you know, he can work a different style, I'm sure. You could have him just no-sell everything for a long time. And then, what, what, what are you uh, talking about, Sting? Come on. <laughs> hey, Sting's willing to take those jumps off of places he shouldn't be jumping at his age, so Sting can do whatever he wants. All I know okay. is for those of you who are on our Facebook page, you might have seen the, the, uh, the thing I shared the other day. Uh, that's my purse. I don't know you. Sting kicking it. Jesus Christ. I hope you roll RoboCop on this list. <laughs> I just, there are, there are things that need to happen still. There's right. unfulfilled stuff. Robo, but... you know, the funny part is, right? We, we had a match where we had, we talked about a watch along where we talked about a Doug Furness and he ripped the door off the cage. And that's what inspired. He ripped the door off the cage. Right. They did it again with RoboCop. <laughs> when Doug Furness did it, people like, oh my God, when RoboCop did it, People even they were like, what? Like, because I've watched that back, and at the time, even as a kid, going, because it's 1987-ish, yeah, right, kind of thing, right? Um, is it no? It, it, it's Robocop, the, oh, the Robocop two, the capital, yeah, capital. So this is 90s. So yeah. we're even plenty old enough to know this is like well, it's not what? Even Peter Weller Robocop. Yeah, anymore. no, no, yeah. All it's right, it's the guy from Thinner. <laughs> All right, let me roll these. That, no, but that that I like it. I like 99. it, Hero. That's good. And and what what would really sell that is Tony Schiavone screaming about it. Seventeen, you know, and one. Seventeen right. and one. No, no. What was the 17, first number? Ninety nine, and the error is one. Let me go get the oh, okay. uh, ninety nine is right here. Ninety nine, Rick Steiner. Oh boy, the bulldog. Let's see. Seventeen means this has got to be one of the best wrestlers we've ever seen. Let's see what this is. Got to give me a minute. I'm scrolling down the list as we speak. Scrolling. No, not Playboy Buddy Rose. We're past him. <laughs> not Michael P. What do you P. have against Playboy Buddy Rose? That's he, what I want. He's one of the names that loads. Very. Like, <laughs> I don't know why the page is like this. Uh, not Hockey well, Talk. Bleacher Report's bias towards Playboy Buddy Rose has been well documented yeah. over the years. I mean. uh, we're getting there. Hang on. Loading. Loading, loading, up oh, too far. That's Arn Anderson. Go back up one. Sting. Are you kidding? Sting. Sting and Rick Steiner. Sting and Rick Steiner and error number one. Together. 1980s WBF. Okay, here we go. Oh yeah. I got it. I already know this one. This is an easy one. Okay, here's why. Because in the 1980s WBF, they would have loved to have brought in. A tag team of Rick Steiner and Sting. Super over baby faces. Sting, the bleach blonde hair, the face paint, Rick Steiner, 
talking to his hand, barking, right? They are in. And who are they wrestling? Who is the hot tag team of the 80s? Well, let's think. They go through, and they run through. Uh, so let's see. Who would be there at that time? So it's past the Islanders. So uh, who would champions? That time? Let's let's say the, the champions 80s? are. No, so the champions have got to be Haku and, and Andre. That's who the, the colossal champion. connection. The colossal connection, right? That's yeah. perfect. They're in there against Andre and Haku, and they because they have run their way through all the like the like the, they have gone through, uh, you know, uh, power the glory, the conquistadors, right? They they chewed through there, right? All those teams, red hot, selling merch like a motherfucker. You know who's <laughs> not happy right now? Hulk Hogan. He's not happy now because Sting <laughs> is there. That's right. Hulk Hogan is jealous. <laughs> Macho That's, not gonna, work for me, brother. That's not gonna work for me, brother. That's not gonna work for me, brother. So here they are, Sting and Rick Steiner. Oh my God, they are they are over like anyone. They, they, they this is this is the ultimate word. Wouldn't even need to apply because these two would be so over. <laughs> and they're in there against the Colossal Connection, and they go for they're going for the win. And of course, you know Andre's getting older, so we can't move around as much. They get Andre tied in the ropes. Classic Andre thing there. As they're going. Sting goes to hit the scorpion splash on on Haku, who grabs Steiner and pulls him into the way. Sting hits Steiner, wrecking him there. Haku then gives Sting a shot to the throat, because let's face it, Haku, the toughest man in wrestling, him and Barbie, you know, two two toughest guys, I swear to God, right? He pins Steiner. Uh, you know, and because Sting goes out of the ring, right? Because when Steiner was the legal man, they count one, two, three. This is that mania kind of thing, right? This is like the the main. This is what this is at WrestleMania, right? Uh, Rick Steiner's furious at Sting. How can you do this? These start kind of falling apart, right? Well, we're gonna get our rematch, right? We gotta get our rematch, and you kind of see the cracks starting to form, and they're gonna have their rematch, and then and then they're now they're gonna go the other way. So now they're taking on they gotta take on the Brainbusters, because let's say they're there right then, because why not? Right? Kind of thing. Um, and now Sting's going to go, and Steiner goes to hit the, his uh, Steiner line on Arn. Arn ducks. Clothesline Sting. Uh, Tully Blanchard drives a knee to his back, drives him to the floor. One, two, three. They're out. Sting gets up. They start going face-to-face. And he's like, you know what? I've had enough of you, and you have enough of you, and now it's on. SummerSlam that year. Yeah, I knew, that I knew that's exactly where it was going. exactly the main event you want. Sting versus Rick Steiner. The crowd is split. It is it is two of the most popular baby faces you have. Our headline in this card, and Hogan can go wrestle whoever he wants and go say, and Savage can think Hogan has lust in his eyes and whatever, but you have Sting versus Rick Steiner in that match. And now you got Sting, who is, the fans love Sting, but man, Rick Steiner, a lot of guys like Rick Steiner, and they're, they're going at it tooth and nail, fifth, and it's just a brutal match, right? Leading to a double countout because it's SummerSlam, and SummerSlam <laughs> always was a cock tease. Like, like <laughs> SummerSlam shit up in there. Right? So <laughs> now you got Sting everybody. and you got Steiner, and they're, they're now pissed at each other. Well, what's the next time we're going to have a chance to hook it up on pay-per-view? Survivor Series. So Survivor Series, here it is. Rick's Rick's dog pound versus Sting's squadron. 
and you can get Ken Patera, you can go get Mr. Wonderful, Bam Bam Bigelow, whoever you want to get. You get them all in there, and they have a hell of a match. And what happens? It's down to Sting and Steiner at the end. They they start battling, and the referee's trying to pull them apart. They both punch the referee. Double disqualification, no winner. When's the next time we're hooking up? Royal Rumble. It comes all the way back to Rumble. They're at Rumble. They're both in the Rumble. And they're given numbers one and two because we're ahead of Shawn Michaels at this point. <laughs> they last till the very end. But what happens is that it's down to them and then, let's say, Mr. Perfect because he's kind of a dick. Right? Kind of thing. And they're battling and Perfect dumps them both out. Nothing settled. Now, WrestleMania. Here we go. The blow-off of all blow-offs. Steel Cage. No DQ. We're doing this. Steiner and Sting, one year in the making. This is the match. Sting goes over because Sting is the guy you can pin your whole federation on. Rick Steiner's awesome, and I love Rick Steiner, but let's be honest, is that you were, he, his ability to talk is not quite up to what Sting's is. Sting goes over in the match. After it's all said and done, they're sitting there bloody because you have to get some juice here. you got to have juice. It's a year. Sting sticks his hand out, and Rick Steiner shakes his hand at the end. Right. And then that's 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 how you would end that thing. I mean, no titles, no nothing. I tell you, that'd be that would be it, because that's how Vince would book that shit, too. He would totally like this is going to take a year. So, yeah. All right. (laughs) God damn, that sounds good. That's good shit, pal. That's good shit, pal. That's good shit. No, I I, and 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 again, what's going on? Hulk Hogan. That's not going to work for me, bro. Yeah. Hogan would have been pissed because they would have been sting going over like that. Yeah. So the only other way you could roll that would be if Hogan turned on Sting. <laughs> but I think we're getting ahead of ourselves because that's that's the, later on. Sting, sting turning on people? I don't know. About yeah, that. Sting turning on people. I don't know about that. Yeah. But, you know, no, that, I mean, that it's it's fantastic. And the thing is, is that, you know, it, it's it's amazing how many people, I just want to say maybe, maybe our age are a little bit younger than me, tend to think of Rick Steiner only as a tag team guy. Oh, yeah, well. But, you know, I remember Rick Steiner as a singles guy for a long time, you know, before yeah. Scotty was there, you know. So, it, it, I mean, it's 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 one of the things I will say that I do like that ROH did this and AEW still does do this. If guys are in a tag team, they're not just tag team guys. Yep. You know, they, they did that. They've done this with with, um, you know, uh, Wheeler and Hardwood. They've done this with uh, Fish and O'Reilly. Um, they've done it with Jurassic Express to a little bit where they are still singles guys that also are tag teams. Right. Yeah. So, you know, that I, I always liked guys like that, that you could use them in both and they fit in both. They weren't just a tag team guy. And that's like Rick Steiner, right? Because Rick Steiner, you could believe him as United States champion or challenging for the TV title or, or whatever. Right. Because of, he had enough believability uh, from his background and his work rate that you could say, yeah, he could totally be a singles guy, but then put him in there with Scotty Steiner. It's like, okay, well that's perfect. Right. And you put him in there with sting and those two guys could have great matches no matter where they went. I mean, even if they, even if they were working the house show circuit, yep. you know, they would work great matches every night, you know? Oh yeah. Yeah. So do we want to do another round or are we, ah, uh, let's do another one. Okay. Let's do another round. All right, here we go. So next round's on me. Okay. Hey, all right, here we go. 98, 51, 
And let me get the other die. Six. All right, let me get there. Let me get okay. there. Okay, so 98 is Gino Hernandez. Oh, God. That is tough. <laughs> that is tough. All right, and then we have 51. JBL. Okay. Okay. All right, and six is WCW Bischoff years. Okay. okay. <laughs> All right. Oh my God! Can you have two more, two more different Texans? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it's Gino Hernandez. Okay, um, and JBL. And so this is a Bischoff era WCW. So late nineties WCW. Okay. So, all right. What's with me and world class on this one? So, okay. So, (laughs) so, um, okay. So for, for reasons that we are not privy to, okay. JBL before he became JBL, because he was still Bradshaw at that time, leaves WWE, WWF goes to WCW, starts the JBL gimmick there, okay? And he's got the – it's the same gimmick, right? He's got the big car, big hat, you know, uh, smoking cigars, you know, appearing on on Fox News, all that, you know, big money JBL, right? And uh, gets a big winning streak by by just cheating and outlasting guys and, you know, getting to get himself disqualified and all that. Just And everybody friggin' hates him. Right. Because even even in WCW, where it's cool to cheer heels, they friggin hate JBL. Right. (laughs) Because everybody hates JBL. And he starts talking about how he is that, you know, the only true representative of the state of Texas in this whole company. It's going on about tearing about how friggin awesome he is and how how he is the true face of Texas. And Gino Hernandez (laughs) comes rolling in there on on it's got to be on thunder comes rolling in there on thunder well, i could think you're gonna say on coke but uh, I, yeah, he, I, I, he might I also be on coke i didn't want to make the joke he might also be on coke but that's okay so he comes rolling on in there you know uh on on thunder maybe they're in austin you know maybe they're or they're in uh you know el paso or something they're not they're not in a they're not in not in dallas not in houston and jbl's going on about it. he goes you know something bradshaw I'm tired of you going on and running your mouth about how great a how much you represent the state of Texas. You my you my friend, you are all hat and no cattle. That's all you are. You're just a stuffed shirt Yankee punk who thinks he's gonna come down here to the Republic of Texas and tell us how we're gonna be Texan. And JBL just kinda of laughing off he goes, Wait a minute. Who are you again? <laughs> And he goes, my name is Gino Hernandez, and I'm a real Texan. And he goes, and and JB goes like, look, hey man, you know, I'm, Texas is a big state. There's plenty of room. We don't need to fight and fuss about this. And then he cuffs him upside the head, and stomps on him, and you know, and throws him into the ring post and works him over, and just starts laughing with his music playing and all that, and waving to the crowd as they boo him. And so, uh, so now this this leads to a series of. Uh, of vignettes as JBL goes out to prove that he is such a great Texan. We see him at the Alamo. We see him at, um, you know, at throwing out the first pitch at an Astros game. You know, we see him at, 
at at the at the at the at space at the space center. You know, we see him doing all this Texan stuff. You know, and people just kind of look at him sideways, like, "What is he? What?" You know, <laughs> and no one's really quite sure about it. But then Gino Hernandez. Every week he's out there, he's working, he's doing, he's, he's working matches every week. He's slowly getting up and every chance that JBL gets, he digs on Gino Hernandez. And he's like, unlike some other Texans, I represent the new Texas, the modern Texas, not some guy who's got a bad haircut and is stuck in the last decade and nobody even knows who he is. And so they, and they, they just keep doing this. Okay. So Hernandez is, is still working his matches and now JBL starts interfering. First, he's just kind of showing up and just trying to be distracting and all that. And then finally, he starts, you know, interjecting a leg trip here, you know, hits him with a briefcase in the back as he's uh, as he's running the ropes or something. And Hernandez is he's getting pretty angry, you know, but there's not much he can do about it because he's. Any face, right? So so they 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 uh, finally they are um, I'm trying to think what what's the thing they could both all be in, in, in WCW. Uh, that was around for the Bischoff era because Battle Bowl wasn't there right now. We, we could use that. But uh, so finally, oh, okay. So it's a, it's Nitro, and it's a viewer's choice Nitro. And and they they have the opportunity to put people together, and they put they 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 put them in a tag team, not not with each other, but in a tag team match. It's like Teddy Long is booking this, right? So it's a tag team oh, match. Yeah. And they finally they you know, and the whole time JBL keeps tagging out, keeps tagging out. Maybe he's maybe he's working with like oh he's working with Meng. That's who he'd be working with. He's working with Meng, so he gets a big show at trying to fight Gino Hernandez, and he tags out and lets Meng do the work. And uh, finally, after Meng you know chops Gino in the throat enough times, JBL tags himself in, runs in, gets the quick pin, and then powders out and starts you know his music's playing and everything. And Meng is pissed off, which is probably a bad bad situation also. <laughs> But, um, you know, and and so they and they just and, but they, this just keeps going like this until finally, um, you know, he Gino Hernandez goes and goes to J.J. Dillon and says, I've done everything right. I've done everything by the book. And this guy just keeps getting away with it. He gets away with murder every week. J.J., you got to give me a match. And so he says, Gino, at Spring Stampede, you are going to face John Bradshaw late. I don't know why my J.J. Dillon sounds more like Jack Tunney, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> John Bradshaw, Layfield, J.B.L. But... <laughs> so the match is set, and they are in, uh, they are at Spring Stampede. And they are in, uh, they're, they're, they're in, well, let's say Spring Stampede, I don't know. We're in Fort Worth. We're in Fort Worth, Texas, to have this match. and uh, Or maybe we're in Denton. But in any event, so they have the match. But it's that, and and so the match is set, and and uh, they're they're like JBL's like, look, I've got a clause in my contract says I can get out of any match I, that I don't think is a is a is is a, a benefit to me to be in. And he says, and, and but it was and he goes, I'm not going to do this match. And Gino's like, that's what I said. I said you got a yellow streak up your back, and you're not a real Texan. And uh, Jabo says, you want this match? I'll do this match, but I've got to pick the stipulation. And Jabo says, I don't care what the stipulation is. I will I will beat you whatever the match is. And so JBL says, well, since we're going to prove who's the best Texan, it's going to be a Texas bull rope match. And that's going to be the blow off. It's going to be a bull rope match. And the two of them spend the whole time whipping each other with a rope. Uh, Hernandez, uh, you know, get, gets busted open early with the cowbell. 
and he's wearing the crimson mask and then JBL is dragging him around and dragging him around. But Hernandez is, is, you know, he's also hitting the, the buckles behind him and he goes to hit that last one and, and Hernandez grabs it and stops JBL from hitting that last one and clonks him, clonks him with the cowbell, knocks JBL completely out. And then Gino Hernandez is going to hit that last turnbuckle and win. And who should come in but and help him? But the Bashams. <laughs> Signed from <laughs> developmental. <laughs> they come in and run roughshod on Gino Hernandez. They pick up JBL. There's no DQ. They pick up JBL. They slap his wrist on the last uh, turnbuckle. Ring the bell. JBL is a true Texan because he has beaten Gino Hernandez <laughs> in a Texas pull rope match. And the crowd shits on it for the entire next segment. <laughs> oh, that is so WCW, too. Oh, oh man. Size the and then, on, and then the next. The next night on Nitro, yeah. they have a giant celebration with, you know, Texas flags everywhere and red, white, and blue balloons, and, and the feud just keeps going. You know, they just, and eventually Gino falls down the card and is feuding with, uh, you know, him and Bobby Duncan Jr. form a team of or something like that, you know. <laughs> JBL goes to lose to Diamond Dallas Page fighting for the U.S. title. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, my gosh. All right, let me start with <laughs> Oh, that would, I love, I'm going to roll while I'm doing this. Let me roll these things here. Uh, 72. One. I know who won. Oh, no. I know who one is. And two. All right. So real quick, I'll tell you who these things are. I'm looking. Uh, Because I know who number one is. Um, So I love that. That's pistol. Pete Wow. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Iron Mike Sharp. No. uh, But that is exactly what would have happened in WCW. That's exactly what would have happened because it would have been like some schmage thing at the end, especially in Bischoff's WCW, right? Yeah. Kind of thing. It would have been like – You can't schmage. have a clean finish because if you have a clean no. finish, then, then – There's a winner and a loser. Yeah. You can't have you know, it. How are you going to get that guy back over? Right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Heaven forbid. All right. So I knew number one is Ric Flair. That's easy. Woo! Woo! 72. The Great Muda. Oh my gosh! So this okay. is this sounds really easy until you hear what venue number two is. Okay. E C fucking W. <laughs> uh, okay. Oh my god. I know exactly how to book this, but like, let's hear what Chris says because I'm telling you right now, Chris. This is funny as hell to me. So. You know, you know who's ha- you know who just whose ears just perked up somewhere. Shane Douglas. It's, it's uh, you know, Paul Heyman. Oh, He's Paul like, Heyman. Oh, only I had Ric Flair in the Great Muda. You know? <laughs> Whoa, no, could you? Oh my God. Oh God. Uh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, Jesus Christ couldn't even come in. And <laughs> Special. Oh my God! It's Jesus Christ from the top rope. Special guest referee, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh my God! He just hit him with the resurrection. Uh, well, it's not XPW, man. We don't have those things here. <laughs> For those of you who have not watched the, the uh, um, Dark Side of the Ring but XPW, watch it. You'll understand exactly what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. So, oh. <laughs> Thankfully, we didn't land on that promotion. No, I, I didn't put XPW on there. So. <laughs> oh, my God. How am I? <sighs> do, you, do you want me to, do you want I... me to re- I'll take this one. You want me to roll you a new one after? 
I, yeah, if you've got that sure. good of an idea. For, sure. I mean, at the end of the day, it, for me, it would just be Flair ain't going to do shit that's going to get him too cut up. Like, oh, no. I got <laughs> this. You ready? I got this. Here we go. <clears throat> the franchise. Shane Douglas has been calling out Dick Flair. Dick Flair, you ain't got nothing. You got shit. You ain't anything compared to the franchise, Shane Douglas. <laughs> And Douglas is calling him out and calling him out and calling him out. And finally, in Charlotte, North Carolina, Ric Flair, in a moment of clarity, where he still doesn't know where his watch is because he's lost it like 10 different watches, but it's okay because they're only worth like 10 grand a piece. It's okay, Rick. We're good. Says, you know what? Fuck that guy. I'm going in there. I'm going to kick his dick in. So Ric Flair decides to get on whatever the, I don't know the highways. Luke would know this better than I would to get from. It's on I-77. Okay. From, from, from North Kakalaki up to Philadelphia and at the ECW. When we're there and Shane Douglas is like, I told you he ain't coming. And who's in the ring with, with, with Shane Douglas, the head cheerleader, Francine, the beast from the East, bam, bam, Bigelow, Tammy, Lynn, Sitch, and Chris Candido, no gimmicks needed. The real triple threats there in the ring. And Douglas, I told you, he's got nothing. You people think he's coming? He's a piece of fucking shit. Lights cut. Place goes ballistic because there's always a surprise at every single ECW show. But Chris, if there's always a surprise, is it really a surprise? Yes, Jimmy, it's always a surprise. But you have to have one. Jim Cornette, by the way, on that story. Thank you. Yeah. So what happens? The lights come up. And who's standing there? And it's like, and the, 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 and the lights come up, and you are hearing Oswald Zasparaccio, and it's like, the Ranger Boy Ric Flair! Oh, my God! Joey Styles is losing his mind. He literally, his butthole is puckering so hard, he is going to turn a coal into a diamond. And Ric Flair is now in the ring. And he's not, he's not just there. He's there in his robe. And he's like, I heard you want to say something to me. And Douglas goes, look around, you dick. You're outnumbered. Lights cut out again. The place goes ballistic. I think I know where this is going. Lights come back up. Great Muda and Terry Funk are now in the ring with Ric Flair. And the place is like, oh, fucking shit. Because <laughs> now we got Muda. Flair and Funk. And for those of you who know your JCP stuff, you understand why they're all together. They're in the ring and the triple threat. And it says, listen, I have been wrestling when you were still sucking at your mama's tit. We need to do this. Six-man tag match. Fucking insane match. Douglas and Flair. And it's all over the place. Now, of course, we all know Ric Flair is not going to get himself too cut up. Terry Funk's pretty much insane and great mood will do whatever the fuck he feels like doing so you're gonna have a pretty good match here right yeah it's everywhere and what happens is that now of course francine's got to interfere and you got to have you know uh um you know tammy lynn's trying to interfere and stuff like that but in the middle of the ring flair is there and he's gonna he's got douglas down so he douglas is is mixing it up flair low blows douglas Right in the fucking pills, in the middle of the ECW arena. Flair goes and puts the figure four on Douglas. And he's got Douglas. He's got it locked it in. He's got it locked in. And Douglas is screaming, screaming. And Flair goes, quit, you fucking son of a bitch. And Muda spits the mist right in Ric Flair's face. Because guess who got fucking paid off? 
was the great Muda. Now, Flair is blind. Douglas picks uh, Flair up. Belly-to-belly suplex. One, two, three. Middle of the ring. Ric Flair has just been beaten by Shane Douglas, but because Muda turned on him. So now Rick, Ric Flair is pissed. And Terry Funk has fought off. You know, him and Bam Bam have fought off to the back and whatever kind of thing, right? So now Flair's pissed. So now Flair's coming back out. And, you know, because you got to run the cycle through next time you're back at the ECW Arena. And this next time at the ECW Arena, it could be, I don't know, Hardcore Heaven. It doesn't matter. It's one of their shows, right? And Flair's like, Muda, we have known each other for years. I've known your father, Kabuki, which we know is not real. But we're going with it, right? And I want you in this ring. And we're going to prove what real wrestling looks like. Leave that gimmick shit at the door. Let's do this. So Muda, with the face paint on you, like, come in here in it. So Flair and Muda at at, uh, Hardcore Heaven or whatever, whichever one it was, right? Yeah, Hardcore Heaven. They wrestle their match. And they're going back and forth. And right as Flair is about to do it, he's getting Muda. He gets him the figure four. He spits the mist again. Flair gets his hands up. The green mist is all over Flair's hands. Flair's like... I you didn't you didn't get me the red mist that's the poison mist you can't have the poison mist Joey Styles is losing his mind right Flair is now writhing in pain on the ground not the red mist not the red mist Muda gets up the lights cut out not again they come back up who's waiting on Muda behind him but Tully Blanchard and Arn Anderson. Boom, they fuck him up and take him down. Now you've got Muda getting hammered, right? But where's the triple threat? Why they not bam up? Well, we just paid him off for one night. We don't need him. Who's there to help the great Muda? Lights cut out. Lights come back up. Masa Mahira Chono is there. This is so ECW. It is a fucking brawl. And then eventually you then have whatever the next major one was. What's after Hardcore Heaven? November, you remember, right? Is that what it is? Yeah, yeah. yeah Hardcore yeah. Heaven was in the is, was in the no. It would be Heat Wave and heat then wave. November to remember. Okay, so so okay. Well, yeah, Heat Wave, right? Heat Wave. Flair, Anderson, and Tully in a six man Muda, Chono, and they would get Terry Funk to come back because Terry Funk is like I'm I'll honor this and then you have it there. Flair gets his win back. He would pin Muda after. They would cheap shot the shit out of this. It would be a total smudge. He'd low blow him, roll him up, hook the tights. Flair gets the win back on Muda. Lights cut out. Jerry Lawler shows up. All hell breaks loose, but that's a different story. Right? <laughs> that's the only way ECW could have booked anything because it has to. All... So some of our listeners might not have gone to a lot of ECW shows. And you might have only learned about ECW from what you saw on television. And Luke and I have been at ECW shows. And it is a dog and pony show, yeah. right? But you had to hide the negatives and accentuate your positives. If you could have gotten someone like Ric Flair in the ECW arena, you 100% had to get like as much as you could out of this thing. Him and Douglas face-to-face alone would have sold the pay-per-view. You know what I'm saying? So I think that would work. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Yeah. Maybe... People would be probably, no, I mean that'd be freaking that'd be freaking crazy. Okay, you know? uh, so yeah. think about when Lawler came in, right? Yes. And then with that whole thing where he where he he, he broke Tommy Dreamer's balls and stuff like yep. that, which is still to this day one of the most disgusting things ever. That was insane. That was absolutely insane. And that was just Jerry Lawler. 
not even Ric Flair. And I don't mean that to be a dig at Jerry Lawler, but let's be honest. Jerry Lawler is the king of Memphis, Tennessee. And he's, <laughs> but, but Ric fucking Flair, like Ric Flair, the greatest of all time, right? It would be a different thing. So I think that would work. Um, I'm going to start rolling out the, the one for Chris here. Hopefully it's better than this one. Hopefully uh, it's guys that I can actually. <laughs> all right. 56, 56. Okay, let's see what the other one is. Nine. Ooh, nine I can get to real quick. Let me go to nine. Let me roll the last one. Niner? Seven. Is that our niner in there? Niner? Nine. Randy Macho Man Savage. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. 56. Hang on. The cream rises to the top. Yeah. <laughs> 56 is Vader. Okay. Okay. Oh, damn. And number seven on our list is JCP. So you're in Jim Crockett Promotions. Okay. Okay. So I'm just saying right now, <laughs> if you had switched uh, uh, the, 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 the eras on the two we just did here, like yeah. Muda and Flair did wrestle in JCP. I was say. <laughs> yeah. Did wrestle in JCP. And let's be honest, if uh, Vader and Savage certainly could have gone to ECW. I'm just saying those things actually... Vader and Savage in ECW would have just been a bloodbath because both of them were fucking nuts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) So, anyway, so you have JCP. You have Jim Crockett Promotion, so... All right, Mid-South, all right. Well, no, it's not Mid-South. Nope. Not Mid-South. This is Jim Crockett. Mid-South is is Bill Watts. This Uh, is the NWA. NWA. All right. This is Carolina. Okay, all right. So it's... uh... Oh boy, let's see. All right, well, you know what? Uh, okay, what well, this 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 will be this will be post Japan Vader. Okay. So instead of going to to WWF and running afoul of Shawn Michaels, <laughs> <laughs> he heads on down to, to to Crockett Promotions, and for some strange reason, Randy Savage is there. But uh, let's see. I don't think he. Did he have the Macho Man name before he went to WWF? Who, Randy Savage? He? Yeah. Yes. Was it? Was he the, okay. Well, Randy. I didn't he, know if he was. I didn't know if he was going to be Randy Poffo. So. No, no, Randy <laughs> Savage. He owns. Okay. Yeah. All right. Now, there's no way that I can book Vader as 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 the babyface. Like that's just it's just not going to work. Uh, and I would dearly love to book Randy as the as the as the heel. Uh, but it, again, not against Vader. <laughs> so, um, oh, let's see. Hmm, who has lust in his eyes for Miss Elizabeth? Oh no! <laughs> oh shit! Okay. Not the Andre. <laughs> oh, no. I can see the lust in your eyes behind the mask, Vader. <laughs> <laughs> I see you looking at my woman. <laughs> Because I mean, it's it's tried and true. If it if it worked in one promotion, it's gonna work in the other promotion. <laughs> so, yeah, so Vader Vader comes over from Japan thinking he's hot shit. He's ready. He's ready to come back to the states, tear shit up. He's gonna get all the women. He's gonna get all the money. He's gonna he's gonna have that giant ridiculous fucking helmet, which is awesome. And I wish that he held on to it and used it more through most of his time in America. Uh, it's God damn! Why couldn't this be in WCW? Um, <laughs> so. Well, it's 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 W. It's, this is what turned into WCW. 
Yeah, that's still it's. But when I think of WCW, I don't quite think of. Oh, that's right. Yeah, it's it's older. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's it, we're we're gonna do the we're gonna do the the gonna do the King Kong Bundy thing where he runs off with Miss Liz. <laughs> but it's gonna it's gonna be Vader instead. But how do we get there first? But there's gonna be some some reason. Oh, you know what? We'll make it Super 80s. They're in the green room. They're having a snack, and Miss Elizabeth and Vader reach for the same canapé at the same time, and they just, 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 just Eskimo kiss, touch, fingertips, and and Randy's not having any of this. He can't. You get to, don't don't look at my woman. Don't even touch my woman. Don't even think about looking at my woman, because it's beautiful Miss Elizabeth. Yep. And she's going to go where I tell her to go. <laughs> she's going to talk to who I tell her to talk to. <laughs> God, I'm having way too much fun with this. <laughs> so, the canopy heard around the world is what that's what that's what this is all going to stem from. And, and and Randy's like, I don't even know what the hell a canopy is. Holy <laughs> <laughs> slim jims, yeah. You're mixing errors <laughs> together here. So. I know. I don't care. I'm having fun. So, Randy, as the baby face, is going to keep trying to keep his eye on Elizabeth. But there's just going to be a series of occurrences where Vader and Miss Elizabeth run into each other. It's going to happen in the parking lot. It's going to happen in the green room. It's going to happen, uh, you know, uh, at ringside. It's just because she's got to support her man, and and Vader's not really trying to be a dick, but you know, he touched that finger, and now he wants her. He must have her, and and he wants to and he wants to wear the helmet every time he's with her, because <laughs> I just love that fucking helmet. <laughs> so, eventually, we get to the point where they just they have to make a match because. They just they can't allow the shenanigans that have been happening over the last several weeks, maybe months, if we can stretch it out that far. I don't know if you can with a storyline like this. But just they, just they haven't had an actual match yet, but any time the two of them bump into each other, shit goes down. Referees are called out. At some point, we're going to get the, the, you know, the, the medical centers in, uh, involved, local local medical facility you know, one week Vader gets stretched out. A couple weeks later, Randy gets stretched out. Then, because I'm booking this in the '80s, Randy's going to accidentally hit Miss Elizabeth, trying to hit Vader, and she gets stretched out. And that's it. It, 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 it just there has to be something done about this now. At this point, there has to be just the. A match to end all matches for the honor of Miss Elizabeth. And we can even have Randy be kind of a tweener here because he's just so enraged with, with, with jealousy that I don't even know, like, what, what kind of match can we have here? It can't just be first blood. It's got to be more than that. It's got to be like a, uh, better not be a White Castle of Fear match though. Cause that's White Castle of Fear. <laughs> Who can eat more White Castles first? Go. <laughs> that would be me. Um, it's got to be like a like a like a, a um, like an ambulance match or a last man standing or something like that. There we go. I don't think either of these. Go- Randy could do this match. I don't know if Vader could, but it would be a sixty minute 
Iron Man match. Mm. I don't know if Vader's making an Iron Man match. <laughs> I, well, that's why I'm doing it. And it, it, it's, it's the 80s, so whatever happened. A lot of rest holds. We're going to get a lot of rest holds. We're going to get a lot of jaw jacking in between pinfalls. You know, and we're, we're going to have it's, it's going to be a, a total stalemate. It's it, Vader gets a pin real fast on Randy, like within like the first like three minutes. Right. So Randy's on the back foot for most of the match. With, you know, like 15 minutes left, Randy finally gets a pin in on Vader. And at this point, because it's Randy. With this when there's like. Three minutes left in the match, it's like the end of fucking Rocky. Instead of Adrian walking down the aisle, it's going to be Miss Elizabeth, and she's got her arm in a sling, and you know whatever, however they want to gimmick her up to make her look like she's like she just has to be at ringside for Randy's match. As soon as she gets to ringside, Macho Man finds the strength to drop not one, not two, but three. Flying elbows onto the big man just to make sure that he's out. And with the last count of three, the timer goes off for the 60 minutes, just beating the buzzer and defeating Vader and then walking out with the beautiful Miss Elizabeth. Okay. Yeah. Beautiful. That's, I mean, hey, look, that one kind of wrote itself. <laughs> so if I can give you one thing, Chris, because you said you didn't know how you're going to get him there. Yeah. Here's how this happens. Vader coming off of his run in Japan gets a shot at the world champion, Nature Boy Ric Flair. Woo! During the match, Flair gets uh, his gets injured. He breaks an orbital bone or something oh, that he yeah. can't see. Vader becomes champion. Flair is out. Jim Crockett's in the back going, "Shit, we need a champion. Who do we got? Well, we can't use, you know, we can't we." Well, well, who's getting pretty disgruntled in WWF when Hulk Hogan won't shut his fucking mouth? Randy <laughs> Savage, who's ready to walk. And that's how you bring Savage in to the company. He's coming in because Flair is out, and you need someone who's at the same level as Ric Flair. And rest face it, Randy Savage, Hulk Hogan, those are the kind of things you would do. That so, is that is true. Yep. Uh, All right, folks, so, uh, you know... I'm not sure. Um, uh, again, I, I we 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 try. We, this is the first time we're trying this out. We're rolling dice and just getting names and stuff. And uh, I'll be honest with you, the dice uh, produce some interesting matchups here. Uh, that's for dang sure. Um, I was pretty happy that none of the there was no repeats on territories. We're gonna we're getting out of territories though, um, and uh, we had no repeat on names. The names are a little yep. easier because there's a hundred of them. Um, so. What do you think, folks? Do you think we nailed it? Do you think we, you know, messed this up? I, you know, I know some people may not be as well versed in uh, certain eras of wrestling and stuff like that, but uh, I think everything we said here was completely. If you had those guys in their prime in that area, are completely plausible, uh, you know, kind of thing. Um, but you know, I mean, did we do a good job booking here? Did do you like this? Is this a, you know a, a something you would like to see us or see us? Because no one's looking at us. You don't want to see us. You don't want to see us. Uh, would you like to see, hear us do this again? We'd love to hear some feedback from you. Like Luke always says, we love you know feedback and stuff. Um, you know, is there something we missed? Is there something we totally go like, oh man, I can't believe you guys didn't say this, you know, kind of thing. Like, how come Gino Hernandez didn't just take a giant panda bag of blow and just throw it right in his face? Um, 
No, 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 no. That would have landed him in the wrestler's court with JBL. So that yeah, would. I'm saying is the it? only thing that could have made booking that one with Vader and Macho Man better is if I if I was able to get Lex Luger as the opponent. <laughs> Ooh, too soon. Yeah, not really cool. Because so. I don't. Because I don't, Macho Man probably wouldn't have went over in that one. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think he's going to be in the top 100 though. Luger, he might be in the top 100 wrestlers. I mean, like I said, if Playboy, Gino Hernandez is in the top 100, Lex Luger better fucking yeah. be in the yeah, top. Yeah, well, Playboy Gino Buddy died, Rose Gino is way higher young. up than he that. He didn't have a chance to tarnish any reputation other than, you know, overdose. Wait, yeah. Gino Hernandez? They, they, okay. Someone needs to go watch the dark side of the ring then. <laughs> I don't know about the, guy, the guy that threw Freebird hair cream into Gentleman Chris Adams' face? Blinding the gentleman, Chris Adams. Trust me, I scroll past Jimmy Superfly Snooker on this list. Trust me, if there's, <laughs> there's, there's no morality clause. Yeah. All right, fair, fair I'm enough. sure Benoit's on here somewhere too. There is no more. Yeah, right. There's no morality clause on the top 100 on Bleacher Report. Hashtag Blame Bleacher Report. Uh, <laughs> hashtag M1C. Um, Can we get T-shirts made up with the canopy heard around the world on it? Because that would just. <laughs> Pickle me. I don't even know what the hell a canopy is. What the hell is a canopy? So, get back uh, to my locker room. Stay there. Anyway. I'll throw you right through that Saturday night's main event. So, <laughs> as Chris was doing that, I don't know. I don't. I, I think we're. I don't think we're going to do it anymore. I started rolling no. another one just in case. But just to throw it out there, a little sneak peek. If there had been another one, I think I didn't keep rolling because I figured we were done. The next numbers were 19 and 62. Um. That's Piper versus Kevin Sullivan. Uh, so, Ooh, okay. which, let's oh face God. it, I think that actually happened. I'm just saying. <laughs> um, and I'm, I'm just throwing this out there. If the blow-off is not a dog collar match, oh, of course, someone's not booking this right. That's what I'm just saying. <laughs> so. A dog collar match where the canvas has to be removed from the ring before the next match. Yes, yes, yes. it would be a bloodbath. Um. For those of you who are not familiar, go look up uh, dog collar match Kevin Sullivan and look up dog collar match Roddy Piper, and you're going to see two guys who, oh, my Lanta, they dilly <laughs> So, anyway. Well, um, but, but yeah, I mean, like I said, this was our first time running the, this this uh, the deal feud, so we want to hear feedback. Please email us. Get back to the wrestling at yahoo.com. Uh, hit us on Twitter at GBTTWpodcast. Find our group on Facebook. Just search for Get Back to the Wrestling. Find us on YouTube. Just search for Get Back to the Wrestling. We really want your feedback. This is the first of a couple of different kind of new show formats that we're going to be rolling out um, in the next couple of months. We want to just try and mix things up, give, uh, you know, get away from the, the traditional you know, um, or not get away from, but give other alternatives to the traditional, hey, we watched a pay-per-view, we're going to talk about it, or, you know, here's a match, we're going to do a watch-along. Those formats will still be there, but just want to broaden the horizons a little bit. So I really want to know what, what everybody thinks. And if you have suggestions for, you know, other other eras or promotions, we can add to the list. Yeah. Because Lord knows we need a challenge, apparently. I, uh, I do think yeah, it's funny that I, I did manage to come up. These would have all been very different. Oh, yeah. I, I am. I am tickled pink that the one I knew I wanted, I got, which was Bischoff Yard's WCW, because that's <laughs> like that's, that's my jam, yeah. you know, right in there, man. And we all know context is king. Yeah. So but uh, but yeah, please get, send us feedback. I'd love to hear what everybody thinks about this. And if you want to see more of this or, or how we can improve the deal of feud. 
uh, in the future. So please send us some feedback. We'd really, really appreciate it. Also, just want to mention uh, Go Fight Pow, the official card game of Get Back to the Wrestling. Go Fight Pow uh, is celebrating its sixth anniversary uh, coming up um, in July into August uh, kind of thing of uh, 2022. Uh, look for new card sets coming out. Uh, also, they have uh, two more uh, people added to the Masters of the Mat series. Uh, one will be Duke the Dumpster Drosy. And the other is Glacier. Both of them are official cards released through them. Uh, all proceeds from Duke the Dumpster Drosy and Glacier will be going to two different um, charities of the wrestlers' choices. So that's uh, you know a nice way to kind of like give back you know at the same time as uh, whatever. Um, Go Fight Pal, of course, is a family-friendly game. Uh, you know, Luke, myself, you know, I was pl- Haley and I play. Luke and I played. His kids play. So that's very family-friendly. If you're interested in that, go check out their website and them on Facebook. As Luke mentioned, you can check us out on Twitter. Check, uh, go, you know, get back to the wrestling on our Twitter. Get back, check out, get back to the wrestling on Facebook. Check out our YouTube page where we do have some exclusive videos that go up there. Um, and even though we had an episode that was supposed to be exclusive that became not exclusive to YouTube and banned from YouTube, but came to the podcast anyway. So, uh, things like that. It's so funny. We're trying to do exclusive content for the YouTube channel. And then YouTube's like, no, you can't do it. So we just make it exclusive here. Uh, <laughs> God damn it. Yeah, it is, so, yeah, yeah, copyrights. Anyway, so um, I want to thank everyone for the downloads and the listens and the shares and the likes. We do this again, like we've mentioned, this is not so we don't we don't get paid to do this. We do this as labor of love. We do it as a good chance to talk about wrestling and, to, you know, have some. Because we'd be doing it for free anyway. Yeah, well. But the yeah. is, we also get to have a good time laughing and thinking and, you know, making you know, kind of placing these things together. And as you know, ladies and gentlemen, as you've been listening here, um, you know, you heard, I mean, these these names that were came out tonight, some of them matched up well, but where they were didn't work or whatever kind of thing. Luke, Luke has said it again. We'd love to hear from you, please. Feedback is king here. And we definitely read all, you know, like the feedback we get, we will read it and make sure we got whatever's going on and we can help build this show into something uh even more than it is now so uh, i want to thank obviously luke and uh chris uh for joining us here tonight you know because this three-man booth uh you know may, may be a little crowded sometimes but we need the people there tony tony what was her name tony we were doing that tony what was her uh, name no comment <laughs> <laughs> so oh folks so until next time <clears throat> We'll see you at the matches. Are you going to take care of Ron Killens? What kind of disgusting, despicable lack of respect does that Billy What's-His-Name show booking a match for the total package Lex Luger and Super Brawl? Super Saturday? What is it? I don't even know what it's called. What is it called? Super Brawl Saturday. Super Brawl Saturday? Can he afford to pay me to wrestle Ron? I don't know. I'm one of the biggest legends stars ever in this. God! Ugh. And your t-shirts are too tight too, Billy! And you book a match with me against Ryan Killings! Look at me! I'm a total package! I will rip him apart! I'm pissed now! No, don't you walk away from me, Daniel. Don't you walk away. I'm the one that loves the fans. I'm the one that loves everyone and everything. You're the one that gets up and walks away every single time. You're the coward. Will you stop?